Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. I'm your host, Dave C., and you're listening to Never Isolated, a show hosted here on TalkShoe, and the show ID is 7910667, and you're most welcome. Indeed you are, and apologies for uh, a slight delay. Um, We were, I was, let's not defer the blame to anybody else. Uh, Your host Dave C here uh, is to blame. Um, I actually was able to meet up with family towards the end of this weekend in an outdoor and safe environment, um, which meant that um, although I would normally put the quiz up for Sunday, uh, I actually record it on a Monday normally, but um, I was enjoying uh, meeting up with family after weeks. That's one of the second meeting I've had in about three months. Again, as I say, it was actually to Deer Park and a very safe outdoor environment. And um, I enjoyed that. So apologies to listeners. We're hoping that this particular episode, um, which is indeed... um, episode 109 would actually be a uh, quiz episode Uh, it would be a lonesome quiz 18 unfortunately it looks as though that may now not come uh, until next weekend apologies for that but um we will try and get one out this upcoming weekend. The last episode I recorded, uh, for those who have found this for the first time, um, Never Isolated, by the way, is a podcast that talks about COVID-19, in particular reference to the UK, where I'm based, and um, the UK devolved governments, Northern Ireland, Wales, Scotland, and, of course, England. (coughs) Excuse me. And... um, also how it's affecting other areas of the world. It is indeed, of course, a world pandemic. And I'll try and do this in about 30 minutes, as I do with these calls during the week. Um, And never isolated. Um, The last one was episode 108, and that was millions and trillions doing a slight on-purpose misquote there, and that went out for Friday the 21st of August. So today's episode is the first new episode since then. So it's episode 109, Never Isolated, Virus Not Licked Yet. And the strapline for that is Struggles Around the World As We Wait for a Vaccine. And this is for Tuesday, the 25th of August, 2020. And um, I'm just currently myself in the room, but uh, apologies to anybody who does drop in. I'm in presentation mode at the moment, so I won't be unmuting visitors. And I will be mentioning a few things where I will go to the bbc.co.uk online news service. And I will just 
read small snippets that are, I believe, in the public need to know uh, interest. But I will direct people to the BBC site. If you're not based in the UK, you can at least read uh, the articles on the BBC, although any videos that are there probably will not play in different regions around the world. But I think the text is open and readable um, around the world. So that's the basis for the show. Um, we've been doing these um, between uh, three and six times a week. And I've done these um, coming up shortly to 110 episodes in just over four months. And uh, we've done 17 quizzes during that time. And they are longer and they are a relief, hopefully, a, a, a side um, issue where we're not talking about the actual COVID-19 itself, but trying to give some entertainment for the weekend. So again, apologies for not making that one this weekend. So before we get underway with today's show, let me just play in short clip. This is Never Isolated podcast here on TalkShoe. And please remember, we have a Twitter account, Never Isolated, all one word. Show ID is 7910667. Okay, well, um, I've got a couple of things that I've already noted uh, since the previous call that I did um, last Friday. Uh, and to that end, let me start with the UK stats uh, remember, these were revised a couple of weeks ago to include <clears throat> only where um, there was a positive test uh, within uh, a recent time period prior to the actual death certificate being uh, given out. Um, and they still make for horrific reading, but they are indeed um, nearly 5,000 lower than under the old reference. So um, on Sunday, the 23rd, uh, talking about uh, very early Sunday, so it was really up to um, the, we, in fact, we'll go back to Saturday. I'll go back as far as Saturday. Um, Saturday, the 22nd, there were 18, uh, sadly, 18 new deaths. And the total at that point stood at 41,423. <clears throat> That's for all of the UK. On Sunday the 23rd, there were a further six uh, deaths. Remember, over the weekend, these deaths tend usually to uh, be lower numbers, thankfully, than can be given out later in the week. Um, but on Sunday the 23rd, there were six new deaths, bringing the total up to 41,429. And yesterday, Monday, a further four deaths were added to that, 41,433. Now, in the world, um, more than 23.6 million cases, cases of COVID-19 have been reported by the John Hopkins University. Um, and sadly, of those, we're now over the 800,000, 813,000 deaths uh, have been registered, although the true total is likely to be higher than that. And I mentioned uh, my opinion was that that is probably uh, nearer, if not surpassed, the one 
million mark. The USA has now passed 700, uh, 175,000 deaths um, that are linked to coronavirus, and that's the highest death toll in the world. And it has had over 5.5 million confirmed cases. But around the world, the, there are horrendous stories still coming out. India has reported a daily record rise of 69,652 infections, bringing their total to nearly 3 million confirmed coronavirus cases. The death toll in the country is 55,794. But remember, this is a population of near to 1.3 illion. So to say that their death toll is not that much higher than the UK with that population. And some reason for that has been speculated uh, that it's got a younger uh, age demographic in India. And also, of course, there may be um, far-flung villages where accurate records are not kept. And unfortunately, in many of these hot and tropical countries are in areas where there is a religious um, imperative, there will be cases where people die and sadly uh, their funeral takes place within 24 hours of that period, which may mean that they are not <clears throat> tested, our samples for testing are not taken at that stage. Argentina, uh, remember South Latin America and South America have been hotspots. Argentina registers a record of 8,713 new cases with 381 deaths. And that, of course, is part of Latin America, which is still struggling to contain the virus. So that's just some of the things that I uh, got over the weekend. And most of those were initially reported on the live reporting page of the BBC News. And I put them to check and see that I put that in the text chat. I have indeed, but I shall read it out. And that is bbc.co.uk forward slash news forward slash live forward slash world dash five three eight zero double two one eight just move the audio slider back for 15 seconds if you missed that and if you'll excuse me i'm just going to play in uh, that clip one more time this is never isolated podcast here on talk you and please remember we have a twitter account never isolated all one word show id is seven nine one zero double six seven and the reason I played that in is because this is indeed a live page. And just as I was about to just uh, check a couple of uh, items from it, it's now gone to a second page. This started a few hours as I'm recording this, as we've just passed 11 a.m. Uh, on the, the morning of Tuesday the 25th. Um, there's, um, right, there's some... Quite disturbing news here that I'm reading. 
that was posted. And let me just um, see the timestamp on this. This was posted um, just three three hours ago. One in eight virus patients infected in hospital. Now, remember, we've mentioned, if you've listened to past episodes of this, is that there's a very real concern of undiagnosed cancer treatments or patients that may have caught cancer in these intervening months since the beginning of the year and people have not come forward to see their doctor or go to hospital because of fear of catching the virus Um, and of course there are other people waiting maybe for transplants or other uh, severe or major forms of surgery Uh, so there are uh, real impacts on the general wealth and he- health, sorry, and well-being of a number of people. But this perhaps may underline why some people were circumspect in that regard. Let, oh, and it's just refreshed the page again. So excuse me while I just uh, uh, move my bing up, as it were. Oh dear, and it's actually refreshed quite a lot there because. It's, I think it's moved onto the, another page. Here we are. One in eight virus patients infected in hospital. And that obviously precludes a lot of those people in care homes that were infected, but possibly uh, that came and was carried from a person returning from hospital. Let me just read this little part. Now, this is public need to know. So I am going to read a little bit of this section. And this is on page two of that live uh, URL I gave out. A study of 10 UK hospitals and one in Italy found that at least one in eight patients who were treated in hospital for coronavirus had been infected on site. The King's College London researchers said it was a relatively low rate of hospital-acquired infections and showed that the effective infection controls were in place. Well, I don't know. One in eight seems a lot higher than what's happening in the general public, where it's something like... um, one in eight in a hundred thousand of tests or one in 48 are in some places like Bolton and Oldham where it's been up to, you know, 80, nearly 90 per hundred thousand. So one in eight patients, I don't know, to me that sounds high, but obviously I'm not an expert. Let me just read what it says. They analysed 1,500 cases. Ah, this is up to April the 28th, but that was covering the peak cases of uh, in the UK. The majority of these patients had already been in hospital for a long time. They were older, frailer, and had pre-existing health conditions. So, Reading that, it's not very clear on what conclusions can be drawn from that. Maybe one could say mistakes could be drawn from that in as much as separating, and this certainly was happening later on, that people who had to go into accident and emergency, they were definitely separate entrances, keeping those with coronavirus separate from others. 
Hmm. I'm not sure. I think I'll leave that for you, the listener, to decide just what the implications of that are. But since it's the information is coming from a much earlier stage of things, it's hard to say uh, if that's impacting us now. Now, um, the title was slightly tongue-in-cheek for today um, that I gave out, which, um, um, as I say, the virus not leaked yet because a famous um, place where people go to buy chicken in buckets um, just one hour ago on the business section of the BBC News. And let me just put that URL in as I check to see if anybody's joined me in the text chat. They haven't, so let me just copy this link in. I do this live, by the way, uh, so excuse any mistakes. uh, But as I say, I will not be unmuting people who drop by. The URL is as follows. bbc.co.uk forward slash news forward slash business dash 5390-1236. This certain chicken uh, in a bucket type uh, convenience food supplier drops finger licking good slogan amid coronavirus. Well, that might give you a clue to which firm I'm talking about. The global fast food giant says it's halting its finger licking good slogan given the current hygiene advice because of coronavirus pandemic. Of course, yeah, you're always supposed to wash your hands when you're handling food, when you're about to eat food and and eating it. So to eat with your fingers is probably not necessarily good. And that just throws into my mind, by the way, you know, one of the things that when we say that the virus has taken hold and had different paths in different countries, you've got to remember the different mores of uh, how people operate. I mean, there are the, there are certain societal groups that you know. When you meet up in the street, you always shake hands. You're almost <clears throat> insulting your friends if you don't shake hands and grab hands and all this kind of thing. Where other societies are more reserved, and maybe that's not classed as the norm Uh, and all these different things in terms of you know uh, countries where people eat a lot of street food they 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 eat out a lot they don't prepare their own food like in america it's something like one in five meals are eaten out of the home which sounds well it sounds very expensive to me in the uk but um you know these different things all play different um, variations into the theme Anyway, let me just read a little bit more of that. It has halted its packaging along with the phrase being obscured. Um, But the phrase would return when the time was right. And yeah, some people had already commented on social media that the slogan was not a health hazard as you were already eating with your own hands. Hmm. But I think I think they're erring on the side of precaution there. But it just just shows that, uh, you know, things like people going to the hairdresser, people going to the beauticians, uh, people trying on shoes, 
there's so many facets of one's daily life that are either impeded or have to be done or changed in many different ways. Another big story at the moment, of course, um, Scotland schools are going back, English schools are going back very soon uh, as we uh, come towards the end of uh, August. And um, head teachers want to know if masks should be worn in school, are be allowed in school. Um, and one of the concerns is, of course, not so much when the children are sitting down at their desks, which are now, by the way, gone back to the more traditional style of the desks being separated by spaces and forward facing to the teacher, rather than uh, certainly in primary schools where it went into, you'd have uh, um, you know, the children sitting in groups of five in desks put together so they could do group activities. They've gone to the more traditional front facing and the front facing, of course, means that they're not facing each other and, and breathing and talking towards one another. But it's the actual movement about the school, particularly uh, in primary schools here in the UK. That's children, by the way, from the ages um, of five up to 11. Um, you tend to, the children tend to be in a classroom with one particular teacher, maybe an assistant teacher, maybe go out of the classroom only for, for PE lessons or music lessons or into the hall for assembly. But basically, they spend the day in the classroom, which is their year classroom. But in the secondary schools, of course, it's more, um, uh, subject base and the children will move to an English or a maths or a science department or a craft room or a domestic science room and they may move to uh, depending on whether they've got double lessons or single lessons up to eight different classrooms in a day and their movement around the school uh, whether they should be wearing masks so uh, I'm not going to read the article but I will just click on the link and read it and put that in the text chat as I just, uh, as I do that, I'll also check on the time. As I say, trying to keep these brief, just trying to give a little synopsis, a little feeling for how things are developing. bbc.co.uk forward slash news forward slash education forward slash 5389 uh Six three seven two. Heads want to know if masks are allowed in school, and this is by um, uh, Sean McCullen, uh, the family and educational correspondent. This was done early this morning. Head teachers have complained about the lack of clarity over the rules on whether teachers or pupils can wear face masks in schools in England. They want to know if they can override the official guidance, which rejects. Now, again, um, here, for those people not based in the UK, in the UK, children under 11 are exempt from wearing uh, face masks. Um, they're, they're, um, the risk to them is seen as much less than adults. But, of course, secondary school children, where they are um, 11 plus and they stay in school till 18 and basically a young adults at that age uh, then the th there's a different scenario being locked up there but boris johnson has said it is vitally important that children return to class and they are talking about fining parents i think 110 pounds 
if they do not send their children to school at the due times and dates. And um, yes, hi, uh, in Scotland, just um, this is seven minutes ago in Scotland, and I'll read this URL out. Uh, bbc.co.uk forward slash news forward slash UK dash Scotland dash five three nine double zero eight two five high school pupils in Scotland to wear face coverings from the 31st of August. Scottish secondary schools will have to wear face coverings in corridors, communal areas and school buses from next Monday. The Education Secretary for Scotland, John Sweeney, said the new guidance would apply to all pupils aged over 12. Um, so there is an awful lot there. And, of course, I mentioned that um, we are still um, uh, virus not lit yet. Of course, as I say, that was slightly tongue-in-cheek, or should I say fingers-in-mouth. Um, there are some concerns there are at least six viruses uh, sorry six vaccines being not rushed but being fast tracked towards um the government has ordered them i think it was 96 million doses that they had ordered uh, and uh, that needs to be tested also in a couple of countries in america they are testing that people have recovered from the virus that they did donate blood platelets um to see if they can be put into plasma to have some remedial effect on people trying to recover and one other slight warning the first time a person has been found to have suffered, not from the same strain as virus, but somebody who'd recovered from COVID-19 had been found to have um, are tested positive for a different strain of the virus. And I think that was in China, but apologies for that because that was something I checked over the weekend and not just recently. But um there is that concern that it calls into question whether you get protection by having had the virus. And of course, there's also um, some growing thought that um, there may be more than one strain possibly circulating. And I'm just trying to see if I can see uh, the... Yes, um, the, just related to that is um, this on volunteers volunteers being given experimental antibody treatment. And I don't think I'm going to be able to find that. Um, it's just possible that Oxford vaccine trials could be completed by the end of this year. And I think I'm going to actually... Um, Yes, I don't think, I think that's actually literally gone off the page of the live page. But it um, is the case that we are not yet sure 
what protection having had the virus, uh, what immunity that brings to people. So uh, I'm going to end at that for today. I'll be back at least one more time during the week and then try and get out that next lonesome quiz for you. Thanks for listening and I'll play myself out now. Nobody's joined me in the room, so we will close out fairly soon. Thank you for listening to Never Isolated, show ID 7910667, hosted here on TalkShoe. Bye for now. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.